This is the LP, a lifestyle podcast. I'm Lyle Peterman. Well, the theme continues Corona Convos. My guest is Codette LaBarbera. In this conversation, Codette and I discuss Breakfast Club Canada and how COVID-19 is preventing kids from accessing this crucial program. We discuss her amazing and often hilarious podcast, Hockey Wives, and we find out what life at home has been like during this unique time in history. Codette's personality and outlook always brightens up my day, and I'm hoping this conversation does the same for yours. All right, let's get right to it. Odette, welcome, and uh, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk with me today. Of course, I'm so happy to be on here. I miss you. Despite us both being realtors here in Calgary, when we hang out or talk, uh, very little to none of our time is spent talking real estate. So if that's okay with you, I'm going to keep that trend going today. Absolutely. <laughs> for right now, uh, where are you practicing social distancing or physical distancing, and uh, how's that been going so far at home? Oh, yeah, it's been good. We're obviously just parked at home in Calgary and uh, me and Jason and our two kids it's okay I mean we're we get out for walks and we see neighbors six feet apart so that I think helps keep our sanity at least we get to see faces have you been doing the neighbor beers where it's like everyone stands in the block yep oh perfect yeah we've done a few of those where we yeah have a few drinks and uh keep our distance and then a couple minutes later we part ways (laughs) Are you, uh, how are you? What's new? Nothing. Nothing's new. So the conversation is short. Yeah. How's home? Good. You? Yeah. Also good. Mm-hmm. Are you still yeah, waking exactly. up at like an ungodly hour every morning? No, but you know what? I had to this morning because I had a radio interview at 6.15 a.m. And I was like, Ugh, <laughs> I can barely do it. I'm trying to sound like so shitty on this interview, but. Um, no, I'm not. I've been sleeping in. What's your regular time? I know like whenever I wake up and I see your Instagram, you've like left the gym and I've just opened my eyes. What's the, what's the regular time? Uh, regular time I wake up is between 4.30 and 4.45. I know. I know. But you know what? I'm actually just, I'm a much better person when I wake up earlier, when I have like a regular routine. Like it's, yeah. So speaking of the regular routine, have you replaced the gym then with any kind of virtual app or? Uh, yes. So I purchased a spin bike and we have a gym in our basement. So thankfully, because we would, I don't know what we'd be doing. We'd be going crazy if we didn't have a gym. So we have it set up down there and we'll do like a little small workout with the kids. And then Jason and I do our own workouts. So, um, Like, I don't even know what I would do without that space right now because I need it for my mental well-being. Um, So does Jason, obviously an athlete. All he knows is, um, you know, some physical activity. So we definitely have been using it to our full capacity. Yeah, what else has home life been? I mean, no school for the kids, no hockey for Jason. You're all together every day. Walk us through what that's been like. Oh, that's a different one. Um, So right off the bat, first couple days in Jason realized he's not a good house husband um you know he does need to get out and it's weird because we're so used to travel and you know him being in and out and when he was gone for Christmas this year like we are used to him being gone 
I mean, I think he's realizing more what a lazy parent I can be. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, he's like, expects us to sit down and eat meals, but we kind of eat on the go. Um, yeah, so he, he's, his eyes are definitely open to what really happens when he's gone. Um, but yeah, like it's hard with the kids being out of school too. Um, Easton is our high energy little man. And so entertaining him has been crazy. Um, grade five math with Ryder. Um, I'm stupid. I don't know how to do long division and I don't know how to explain my work after. So I know that now. Yeah. Cause math um, has changed yeah. since we were in school. Like completely oh, terrible. Yeah, it's awful. It's hard. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm you, not you can't it. just say like five times five is twenty five. You have to show why it's twenty five. I'm like, why? I don't understand yeah. that. I know. I don't get it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been it's been interesting. That's for sure. Are the kids fully homeschooling now? Then is that like an online program, or how has that been working? Yeah, it's um, yeah, they get some assignments online which I honestly like I don't know how some people are doing it because like it's it's just a weird expectation and I don't know if I'm going to be a favorite on this but um it's just it is a weird expectation I don't know how to teach my kids or or do that kind of stuff but like one of my girlfriends she's a she's working full-time from home now um and she's busy with work and she has three kids are, that are all in French immersion, single mom, and she has to teach them while working. And she doesn't even speak French. So I'm like, how does, how, and then, you know, she's got to have these assignments handed in. And I just, I don't know. I think it's a weird expectation on parents right now. And I, yeah, I, I agree with having like things to do to keep their minds active for sure. But, you know, having due dates and I'm just like, uh, yeah, that's not making it on time. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. The French immersion thing, immersion thing. Um, I have a friend just talking to her and her kids are in French immersion grade three, but until grade three, you don't start doing reading or writing in English. It's all in French. So she's like, yeah. I'm literally teaching my kids to read and write right now. And then I was like, I wouldn't know where to start teaching a kid how yeah. to read or write. No, exactly. And like, and for us, like we, I know how to use tools at home to navigate Ryder and his autism, but I don't know what they use at school to teach a child with autism long division math. Like, I don't have these tools or resources. Like, I don't know this. This is all foreign to me. Yeah, he's my kid, but I've never had to do this. I'm not the professional. So um, it's definitely a learning curve for sure. Um, I am grateful, though, that Easton is a French immersion dropout from kindergarten. So at least we don't have to do the French part, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. just, it's interesting. So, but yeah, like I said, thankfully we, we've kind of, we're getting into our own little system and workouts help for the kids too, to like burn the energy and, um, sweat lab for me. Like that's obviously where I always do my spin. They've, they've provided some online classes. So I just do my spin and workouts on there. So, I mean, this is a weird new normal. Oh, I hope it's not normal for long, but uh, <laughs> I, I would agree. I need out. <laughs> I need out too. Let's talk about your podcast, uh, Our Hockey Life. Over 30 episodes in now. What's been the feedback so far? Oh, it's amazing. We, I mean, obviously Bridget and I don't know much about podcasts and the numbers, but what we've told professionals, our numbers, they're more than impressed with 
the amount of downloads. Like we're almost at a hundred thousand downloads. So wow. we're flying along. Yeah. And, uh, it's been fun. It's been fun to connect with girls, um, reconnect with other friends, like old friends. And, um, yeah, it's been actually, it's been nice. Well, the quarantine part has been nice because girls are just at home. So we've been able to lock them down a lot easier. Um, no one has a schedule, so they're all home. Yeah, no matter who you are, your schedule is pretty much the same right now, which is quite a unique time <laughs> exactly. in history, that's for sure. If, I know, uh, but yeah, no, it's been fun though. If you were a new listener and you were to start with just one episode and go from there, what would you recommend? You know what? A couple of our first ones were really great. Um, Janet Gretzky, because she doesn't do a lot of interviews, so we were lucky. Um, I love well, that one too, when, uh, when Wayne keeps calling and she has to like, I know. know. Wayne interrupts the podcast. Um, Yeah, and then I say like Anne's Price. The one we did with Anne's Price was really great and easy and pretty easy flowing. Um, Personal favorite was with Julie Tourist, just because she's one of my closest friends. So we just laughed the whole time. But yeah, I would say like Janet Gretzky or Anne's Price. If you're a male listener, I, I highly recommend episode 23. It's Biz Nasty. And I'll just say you're welcome right now. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> oh, the editing that one took. Maybe don't have the kids in your car when you listen to that one. That's for sure. But it's <laughs> The editing, though, like, I mean, everybody's so sensitive right now. Yeah. Like, everything. Oh, my God. Even the things I say, I'm like, okay, better cut that out. Better cut that out. Like, the, the editing for business took a few... Um, few months actually because we had to keep we had to take a break and then listen again edit break listen again edit (laughs) yeah see if you still feel like that's acceptable or not exactly like we don't want to get anybody in trouble so but at some point if you wanted to get too picky with uh with biz nasty you might have to uh, cut the entire episode so i think you did a good job of keeping it keeping it him (laughs) let's say that yeah exactly yeah it's still him like we didn't do it or say it but um, yeah, sometimes like with my own mouth, I have to remember that I have a real job. <laughs> so yeah, you have clients and families. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Episode so. four with uh, Mike Commodore too. That was that was good. I enjoyed that as a comedy yeah. fan myself. Yeah, he's a good interviewer. Like he obviously he speaks really well, and um, yeah, he's a good friend of both. Um, ours and the Whitney's. So that's another just easy conversation. So we were actually a little bit nervous this. He was nervous to come on our podcast, and then all of a sudden we got nervous because we're like, well, he's good at these interviews. So, yeah, it was pretty funny. He's awesome. He's such a good guy. Such a good guy. Does doing this uh, kind of make you miss the, the old days of our Hockey Wives, the TV show? Yeah, kind of. Well, you miss the easier days of hockey. Um, obviously, like near the end of careers, it's not as much fun for guys and girls. It's more stressful and um, but yeah, I do, I do miss it. And I do miss like those friendships because everyone's on the same schedule. Like obviously me and my friends now we're on completely different schedules. So, um, that was one thing with hockey. You're, you're on the same schedule. The guys are always at practice in the morning. So you get together, you hang out and then you do family hangouts later or games or whatever. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's an adjustment after. So you spoke about this earlier, and uh, you do lots for the community, but one thing that came to my mind right now is the Breakfast Club. Um, and obviously this morning you talked about it a bit, but how bad are you missing that right now? 
Oh, so much. And honestly, like, I know when schools closed, the first thing most people thought was like, okay, do we do homeschool for the kids? And all they could think about, you know, obviously is your own situation. But for me, my first thought was, well, A, who's going to tell Ryder? Because he thinks that I always close the school. Um, (laughs) And B, like, what about my kids at breakfast club? Like, how are they going to get fed? Because a lot of them, that's their only meal of the day. Um, and you know, like they're like, how do we get this food to them? And what, like, what sources can we get the funding to that they'll, they'll they'll know to go to those places. So, um, yeah, for me, that was, that was really tough to think about because I can't even think about them in the summer. It makes me too sad. So. Yeah. What's been your background how long you've been involved and kind of what got you so involved as an ambassador with breakfast club? Um, I've been involved for a few years now. I would say two or three. Yeah, three. No, four. Wow. Yeah, time flies. Fast. Yeah. Um, I think so four years. And um, Carrie and Angela Price actually introduced us to the Breakfast Club. They are huge ambassadors. They do. Oh my gosh, so many great things for the club. And so they introduced us. They invited us to an event uh, of theirs, and then. Um, Calgary didn't have any programs or events in place and obviously that's what I was doing so much during Jason's career was putting on events so um yeah so I got involved and started a golf tournament which obviously we cannot have this year so love it love the program I love what they do um I always tell people I don't donate or raise money for something I can't see where the money goes to so um I'm very hands-on with this one. I know where it goes to. I see these kids being fed every day. Um, I love it. It's it's a great, great foundation. Yeah, I've had the uh, privilege a few times to go help you out there here in Calgary, and it's it's something that, uh, I don't know, it, I look forward to it all week if I have it on my calendar. Um, right, like it's honestly the best way to start the day, hey? Oh, it's amazing. And my first thought, too, when all these school closures, I thought, you know, there's so many kids who are going to enjoy this time and go home and play with their video games and do homeschooling and enjoy it. But for other kids, like school's their safe space. That was their, like you said, their time to go have a meal, their their place they could cope with life. And the fact that that's closed, oh, I just can't imagine how tough that would be. Right. So, yeah, so Breakfast Club has started like um, an emergency fund, and it's going to focus on food insecure households with children across Canada. Um, including those in Indigenous communities. And we're going to target high-need neighborhoods. Um, and it can be administered in collaboration with respected community organizations. So in Calgary, like, we'll have the um, Calgary Kitchen Program of um, Community Kitchen Program of Calgary, Airdrie Food Bank, Boys and Girls Clubs of the Foothills. Um, but, yeah, like, we're very lucky to have partnerships with Denone Canada. Like, they have contributed very generous amounts of money to the fund and um they've been on board since day one since 24 years with the known so um we're lucky for a really great partnership oh well keep up the work on that uh speaking earlier of your son Ryder, he freaking loves school so uh what's been <laughs> what's been his reaction to this being that you uh you canceled it for him Oh man, it's tough because like there's a one snow day we had and buses weren't running, so school was canceled one day, and he was so upset. He again, he thought I canceled school, <laughs> and then when school was back on the following day, and I told him he could go to school, he couldn't stop thanking me, and I'm like, I didn't close it and I didn't open it. Like 
<laughs> so yeah, this is a little bit tough to tell them that, you know, and because it came on so sudden, so it's hard for kids with, you know, um, any special needs, how you just like pull that out from underneath them. Right. So like a lot of typical kids such as Easton are celebrating, all right, school clothes, but there's the ones who just can't wrap their head around this new change. So, I mean, he was upset and his immediate reaction when I told him there would be homeschooling was ew. So, um, (laughs) so he feels about it, which my reaction as well, but he's, He's learning to cope. He adapts really well, but and I, I think that's credit to the hockey lifestyle where he's had to learn to just fly by the seat of his pants a little bit more than most people do. So, yeah, and uh, and, and Jason right now with hockey all canceled, is he still working on anything? Is there still recruiting going on, or what's been his days they beyond do. working out? Yeah, he um, he he's cooking a lot. Um, Come up with some great recipes. He does do some work, though. He does a few hours of video every day, so he still is staying up on it. Um, They do have conference calls quite often. Um, I think he had one this morning with maybe Hockey Canada. Um, Yeah, so they all get on these calls and take notes and do some learning and stuff still. So, I mean, he's got a little bit, but weird. It's a weird time. It's so weird. We were on holidays in Costa Rica, and then we heard that Hockey was actually canceled, and I was like, "No, that's not right. That's just that's fake news." <laughs> fake news. <laughs> I tell you, when we left to when we came home, like we came home to a very different country. <laughs> we, we left on a yeah, Sunday. Did. We did the the Flames uh, Kings. No, who was it? Flames Knights game, I believe. Left that night and then came home to isolation and a shutdown downtown. And yeah, what <laughs> what a quick change, but. Uh, Oh, well, yeah. one day at a time, I guess. And if hockey's our biggest worry right now, then things aren't aren't terrible in our home front. No, it's just weird. Yeah, it's weird to come home and it's like, yeah, shut down. And it's crazy. It's just such a different world. It was 10 days we were gone. I'm telling you, a lot changed in 10 days. I know. Well, I left on Tuesday, and then by Thursday, Jason's like panic messaging me. He's like, come home. I'm like, I'm coming home. So with the extra time at home and the slower like work appointment schedule, all the things that are reality of COVID-19, what have been some positives you found during this unique time? Um, definitely the extra family time. I don't know if because like, we're all together or what's going on with Ryder, but his personality has been shining through like crazy the last couple of days like we are just enjoying it so much so it's like things like that and just you know yeah like the downtime like I said we didn't get Christmas with Jason and I mean he's gone for a full month and gone for other months before that so definitely the family time um has been amazing organizing around the house I have gotten so much done so you know, there's no excuse now. It's get organized. And, and so I feel better being on top of that. So, you know, when this is over, then it's like, okay, now, it's, you know, I don't have to do anything around the house. Now I can keep enjoying the family time and work more, you know, be ready for work when we're allowed in other people's houses. And <laughs> so. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even want to talk about work right now. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. leave, leave that topic <laughs> off the table. 
until things yeah. normalize. Non non-existent. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, we've just been, I don't know what it is this Friday or the last couple of days, but watching this personality has just been so fun. It's, we're just loving it. So. Well, yeah. And like you said, what a unique time for Jason too, right? The fact that he's home full time with really no obligations. I mean, that's, that's a complete change. I'm sure in almost the entire oh. time Ryder's been alive or either of your kids for that matter. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy like to not have anywhere to like be or, you know, the long days that they put in at the rink as coaches, um, you know, they're there first thing. And if it's a game day, then they're there all day, all night. And uh, so it's different. It's definitely a different adjustment for him. Um, but I'm glad that he still has a few things to keep him occupied because he's a hard worker. And if he had nothing to do, I think he would be going completely crazy. So. But we're lucky that we live in a really beautiful neighborhood, so the walks are easy and, you know, quite accessible. It's not busy. Um, and we still get to, you know, spend that time with family and get out a little. <laughs> Except for yesterday when it was minus 15. Yeah, I was just going to say, once the weather warms up, I'll uh, drive out there and we can do a social distance walk. Stay, stay six to ten feet apart and chat like the old <laughs> days. Well, Kodak, exactly. thank you so much for taking the time to uh, chat with me today. I truly appreciate your time. Of course. Hopefully I'll see you soon. I, uh, Thanks I look, for having me. I look forward to normal times ahead. Well, thanks again for listening. Please feel free to share on whichever platform you came across this podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a quick review or hit the subscribe button. If you want to connect, all my information can be found on lylepeterman.com. Sky is our